0: And okay, so I need to ask you, what are your biggest passions? I know we did already touch on this a little bit, but mm-hmm. what are your biggest passions and how did you find them?
1: So I think my biggest passion, it, I feel like it's always changing, right? Like mm-hmm. I had a phase of photography being my biggest passion. I love taking portrait photos of people and the, I don't know, I, I think the main reason why I got into photography was because I love capturing moments of people, but also it made me go out and find new places and take people and meet new people or like take them to those places to take those photos. Um, so it, it like gave me a reason to explore. And I really love photography for that. I kind of dialed down on photography over the last few years and focus more on the podcast and just, um, I guess like improving myself but that's that's not like a biggest like a passion is like I I guess like improving yourself isn't really a passion but I just want to whatever work I do I want to inspire people and I just I think I'm also a visual person so just painting is a passion of mine but I don't think I have like
0: the biggest passion you know it's always a phase. Definitely. No, I I agree for sure. I'm a very creative person as well. So like the podcast is something that I'm so into right now, too. And also, I love painting. I love photography, Mm -hmm. all of that kind of thing. Like I did like, I don't know, I really enjoyed business school, I did get my two year degree. And then I continued on and got my four year degree, but my two year was in business four year was in communications. So it was just like the business aspect I loved, because that's like where you get to be creative. But like communications, like at least my school that I went to, it wasn't as like creative like that. So, oh, really?
1: Yeah. So I that's so funny, because I actually majored in communication. as
0: No well. way. Yeah, and you so... didn't know this.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um I, I think I had, like, the opposite experience with you. I went into college as a undeclared, thinking I would do business. But the more I looked into the courses that business had, it was more, like, on numbers. And, um yeah, it was more based on numbers. Like, the classes were a lot about numbers and um, just, like, more the busy works of business, I guess. And then we had our communication department, and there was – Uh, Different departments within the communication department and I uh, concentrated in public relations. So what I really liked about that was that it was the same thing as business, but it wasn't number oriented. It was more on the creative side.
0: Wow, I love that. I wish my program was like that. Yeah, everyone's like program is so different. It's so true. And our communications program at my university was like very small, like compared to like the business school or any like the others. It was very small and it was very theory based. So there was Mm -hmm. no room for creativity there.
1: Yeah, a lot of the core classes that we had were very theory based, and it was just so dry. I hated those classes. Me too. <laughs> but then um, everyone in the communication department had to pick a concentration. So there was like journalism. I um, think there was one like more science based, and then there was like public relations, and there was one for like video making and multimedia. So it was like very diverse, but everybody had to take those theory based um, core classes first.
0: Okay, that makes sense for sure. Yeah. But I like how they did that with the concentrations. See, we had to choose a minor, but it mm-hmm. could be literally in anything, which was kind of cool. Yeah. But I just liked studying business. So I was just like, you know, I'll keep the business minor. <laughs>
1: oh, you're a business minor? Yeah. Yeah, I, my minor was in film and media studies. Because at that time, I was, like, really into, you know, YouTube. And I was, like, I want to make movies and stuff like that. But now it's just, I don't know if I want to make movies. I would love to be a part of making a movie. But
0: I don't know. <laughs> that would be so cool, too. And I feel like it kind of, like, in a sense, goes hand in hand with the podcast. Because you might not be filming right then and there. But it's, like, you're recording. And you're still doing, like, kind of a similar thing, you know? Yeah. But that's so cool! Oh my gosh, I love this. Like the more <laughs> and more we talk, we are just like we're like long lost sisters. It's so cool. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so I have to ask you also, what's your advice for like finding like things that are that are your passions and things that you know you think could like lead you to finding your path? So
1: I actually had this conversation with one of my friends, um, who you know. I think for some people, um, when you hit post grad, you just really don't know what you want to do. It's like for some people, they don't have it figured out, and that's okay. Um, but I think when it comes to finding your passion, you have to be open and willing to just try as many things as you can. And I think people are scared of trying. I mean, it's definitely easier said than done because I'm scared and terrified sometimes of trying new things. But when you're looking back retrospectively, um, when you do try a lot of different things, even if if it might not interest you at first, but if you just dabble in it a little bit, you might find what you're looking for or you might find a spark in something that you thought you would not like at all. And I think also people are scared of dabbling into different things because they're scared that once they choose that they're going to do something, they feel like they are committed to it. But honestly, you're not committed to anything unless you decide you want to stay
0: in what you want to do. So I
1: think that's like one of my biggest goals. But definitely, like I said, it's easier said than done.
0: Definitely. I so agree. I love that. That was so good. I feel like it's so important to like try something that you're interested in. Like, for example, with you and PR, like you're so interested in that too. And I feel like, you know if you don't go into a field that you have interest in, then, you know, you're never going to know if you like it or not. So Definitely. it's better to try it now and, you know, not end up liking it as much as you thought than, like, never try it and wonder, you know?
1: Yeah. So, like, I work, and I still kind of do work, um, in a technical, like, consulting firm and uh, or a company, and... In- I recruited people who are, like, data analysts and business analysts, and I was like, what are these positions? Like, I would probably never want to do it, but then I got an offer from one of our clients, and they asked if I wanted to be a business analyst for them, and so now I'm a business analyst. I didn't go into college, like, thinking I would be a business analyst. I mean, I didn't even know what a business analyst is, but... I decided to say yes to this opportunity. And now I'm learning like the aspects of being a business analyst, the aspects of working with like a government agency, and like what I like about it, what I don't. And then from there, when you have that experience, you can really redefine what
0: you really are looking for in the future. Definitely. And with you too, you got so lucky, you ended up really liking it. And that's so cool that you can utilize your degree and find something like that. And same here. Like I do recruiting for like a group of car dealerships and I never saw myself doing recruiting freshman year of college. Like you would have told me that I would have been like, no, I don't even know if I'm going to (laughs) stay all four years. I want the two year degree. Like, but I stayed all four and I ended up finding something that I really love. And, you know, if I wouldn't have given it a shot, I would have never found that path and that's something you know for both of us that we could you know build on in our future careers
1: yeah it's just taking the first step of okay let's just give this a shot like it's kind of like when you like order a meal at a restaurant where you always like sometimes I'm so guilty of this but I go to a restaurant and usually I always order the same thing because I know it tastes good and I know I won't regret it right but then Sometimes I'm just like, I really want to try something different. But if you look at the menu and you're so iffy about trying something different, you'll never know what else you'll like on the menu in that restaurant. And you could be really missing out on something that's better than what you usually get.
0: That's so true. That's so me. That's actually me with like my coffee order or my (laughs) Chipotle order. Yeah. But no, that's very true, because you might find something that you love. Like, I always would get the chicken at Chipotle, and now Same. I get the Asiata steak, and it's my favorite thing ever. But you can definitely play that in perspective of life and career and business and passions and everything like that.
1: Yeah, and if you don't like it, or you, if you don't end up liking what you order or what you choose to do, then, you know, you'll just take that from that experience and be like okay in the future maybe that's something that i don't want like um for example i work for my hr job um it's more of a smaller company so i work with like it's a smaller space right Mm -hmm. and then working at the government agency it's like so much many like so many more people and so you kind of figure out like do you like working with like a bigger company or a smaller company because especially with the government agency You have to go through, like, the bureau, and there's so much, like, paperwork and, like, so many hoops you have to go through in order to get one thing done, you know? Right. So you just kind of learn and see what you really enjoy because there are some people who love working for smaller companies and love working for startups because they have a bigger voice and they have um, more things that they have to do than what their hat is labeled. Um, But then when you're working for a bigger company, you are, like, more – a smaller voice, but also you are a specialist in one task or one or two tasks, and that's what you usually do every day. So it just really depends.
0: Definitely. And I think that's the key to finding things that you're passionate about and, like, just your path overall. Like, once you try something new, like, you know, maybe, like, the first time that you got into photography, like, I assume you are a lot younger. Like, we both started mm-hmm. on YouTube when we were, like, in middle school. Yes. So- I mean, if you would have never picked up that camera, you would have never have known that's something that, you know, you're interested in.
1: Yeah, I agree. And sometimes I feel like um, you have like a fear of like what other people would think or what your family would think and stuff. Um, I know sometimes like back then I had a fear and I sometimes still have this fear of like, uh, what would people think about like this certain episode or this certain video that I put up? And especially, I I know that you can like relate to this when you're making a podcast or YouTube video, you're really putting yourself on the front line of like, everyone's opinion and criticism. And that could really affect you. But then you have to realize you're living at the end of the day, you're living for yourself. And at the end of the night, or at the end of the day, you're going to bed and it's like, everything that you have done for yourself, and you're living with that. So if you're holding yourself back, because you're scared of like what other people would think, of what your passion is or what your job is and stuff well at the end of the day they're only going to give like two seconds of thought to you and then they're going to forget about it they're going to just mind their own business again
0: definitely no and I love that too so much and like if anybody listening to wants to get into podcasting YouTube anything creative like even TikTok for crying out loud (laughs) um just go for it you know you're never gonna know if it's for you if you don't try and you know I listen to Gary V so so much he's one of my favorite podcasts like, as well, and he always says, I don't want to butcher it, but, like, if you guys listen to him, too, you might know, but he says something, like, he doesn't care what other people think about him, like, from social media whatsoever, and he's stays so true to that, but he says someone that he knows genuinely, that he's known for years, if they were to say something horrible, like, horrible about him, and they genuinely have a great connection with him, know who he is you'd have a problem with that. But with Mm -hmm. someone on social media, they don't know him. They don't know anybody. Like, they don't really know the ins and outs of you and your personality and what you do outside of social media, you know, your behavior. Like, you could be the most compassionate, loving person, but maybe they don't get that vibe off of your social media right away. But, like, not for us, but just, like, generally speaking, you know.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: And at the end of the day,
1: you know – whoever your followers are you don't even know who half of your followers are so yes they are there for to support you and they like love your content and stuff but at the end of the day you're living for yourself
0: so true and you can't like just dwell on like oh my gosh someone's gonna think this of me for saying this or, you know, like people change and they always try to like I feel like for the most part, our generation for sure, we always try to like improve ourselves and you know, self help is such a cool, amazing thing. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of one of my passions. Like no matter like where I get in like business or like my life or the podcast, mm-hmm. anything any of my friendships relationships I always just want to like have like the best and strongest you know connection with people and I feel like yeah
1: I agree I think self-help I think back then self-help had like such a negative connotation to it mm-hmm. but it's like oh you, you don't know how to um figure out your life and or, or like you don't know how to handle your emotions, or you don't know what your thoughts are. But honestly, the more you you just sit down and you know dive into self help, you are able
0: to conquer so much more in the future. Definitely, and I feel like no matter where you're at in life, like not you, but you know what I mean, <laughs> but yeah. <just> like people <laughs> in general, like no matter where anyone's at in their life, like. If they're a top CEO of, like, Apple or, like, a huge company or something, like, there's always room to grow. Like, there's room to grow maybe in someone's health, maybe in someone's financial aspects or maybe in their personal life and personal relationships. Like, there's always somewhere that you can grow, I feel like, and just Mm -hmm. become, like, the, like, butter best, like, version of yourself, you know?
1: Yeah, I love self-help. I love
0: growing and improving. (laughs) it's the best thing ever sorry yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off at all no t- worries. <laughs> but oh my gosh you know what I need to ask you as well so mm-hmm. we were talking about coffee a little bit earlier and I just maybe I should have asked you this in the very beginning to like introduce you but living in DC I'm sure they have some really really cool coffee shops like mm-hmm. what's your favorite like do you have, like, a lot of Starbucks around you, like, Dunkin', what's your, like, favorite place to, like, grab a coffee, or, like, what's your go-to coffee order as well, Well, like, homemade coffee, whatever, whatever you like the best.
1: So, I'll give you, like, a few answers. So, there is a lot of changed, um, like, coffee restaurants or coffee cafes, like, Starbucks, Dunkin', uh, Pete's. Um, I think, like, Pete's is, like, not one of my favorite. If I have to go to like a chain one, I really do just like Starbucks, um, and I would just get like the basic caramel macchiato, like an iced one. That's my favorite one to go to. Uh, but there's a local cafe right by my house actually, and they have a coffee called like devant Coffee, and it's like very very creamy, but it's not super heavy. Right, mm-hmm. um, that's my favorite coffee. Um, but that one is not in DC. It's um, close to my house. The one in DC, I haven't gone to many or as like that many local coffee shops in DC for me to say, but there is one, there is a, it's like a restaurant, but kind of like a cafe. And I think it's called Bluestone Lane, but I don't think it's local because I know they have a few um, locations around the world, but that one has really good drinks as well. And then I have an espresso machine at home. And my favorite one recently is called the Chiro. It's just very milky and creamy. I don't know. I like my coffee like creamy and milky and light. I don't really like like a dark roast
0: no I totally hear you like I've been such a coffee girl like I never was until probably the middle towards end of freshman year what about you
1: I have my phases again (laughs) I I feel (laughs) like
0: I'm such a phase
1: like type of person where like I have my phases of liking this and then liking that but uh recently because it's been winter I just like having a hot drink in the morning and so I go to coffee I usually get tea too or make tea and I add like um, soy milk in my black tea, which is really good. I've learned I learned this like kind of, I guess, recipe or whatever from the kid I used to babysit. But his mom used to make, um, they call it chai, but it's just black tea with milk and sugar. And it's just, I mean, it's it sounds pretty simple, but it's really good. I really like that as well. Other than that, I don't really know other hot drinks that I really enjoy besides
0: coffee and tea. <laughs> Right? I've never been a big hot chocolate girl. What about you? This year, I'm into it, though, for some odd reason. I don't know why. Really?
1: My friend makes one of the best hot chocolates out there. Um, it's She uses, like, the Abuelita, um, tablets. Um, but she adds like other stuff in it and I've been trying to make it and it just doesn't taste the same as hers but I like occasionally drink hot chocolate it's not very my favorite like I would prefer tea or coffee over
0: hot chocolate definitely I'm more of a tea girl I don't know I'm very big on like coffees teas I drink so much water it's It's honestly probably bad how much water I drink a day. Like, more than you probably should.
1: It's probably good
0: for your skin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I'm into that. I don't know. Self-care. That's what we're all into, you know? Self-improvement. We got this. (laughs) The glowing skin. Oh, yes. (laughs) And, no, you know what's too funny? We really are, like, long-lost sisters. It's it's crazy. But, no, the caramel macchiato, iced caramel Mm -hmm. macchiato from Starbucks. That is my favorite drink I try to only get it, like, once every few months, because I know, like, I don't know if they're that amazing for you, but, like, I love it so much, and I always save up my rewards points, and I'll get, like, the biggest one. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can never finish a big one. It's so bad. And then I'll probably, like, I don't know, sometimes I'll, like, go to the gym, or, like, I'll make sure I have, like, a lot to do that day, so that Mm -hmm. way I'll have, like, energy for it, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I recently, like, the midday slump is so real. I just hate the midday nowadays. Like, it's so hard. From after lunch to probably four, it's so hard to get through the day.
0: Oh, my gosh. I agree. And I feel like, oh, yeah. So, guys, like, I'm from New York. She's from, like, the D.C. area. So, it's just, like, it's so cold, and it's just, like, I don't know. The midnight slump is so real. (laughs) Right? I I,
1: I don't know. I, like, used to just take naps, but I'm just, like, I can't waste my hours like this. But then that kind of gets me into thinking about, like, how sometimes we have, like, little things that we do, and then we make ourselves feel so guilty for, like, you know, eating that certain food or, like, um, taking that nap. For me, it's, like, taking that nap. Like, sometimes I feel so guilty taking the nap, even though I'm so tired.
0: Right? No, that's me too. And sometimes I just like would sleep in. And then I thought, okay, like maybe if I sleep in, like that will like not cause me to have like the midday slump. But it still it doesn't work. And then I yeah. would feel so <laughs> guilty for sleeping it. And I'd be like, it's like 945. And I haven't even gotten my day started yet, you know?
1: Yeah, that's me too. I Every night I'm just like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to wake up at like 6 or 7. Yes. And sometimes I do have to wake up at like uh 4 or 5 for work. But then I'm just like, like, at night you just have like these intentions because you're still kind of awake. But then when you fall into like that deep sleep and you have to wake up, it's just so hard to follow through.
0: It really is. And I've been trying to go to bed early too. I've always been like a super like, I don't know. I've always had a super early bedtime and mm-hmm. like did like my skincare routine and just tried to like get into bed early and like I'm not the biggest reader. What about you?
1: I really do enjoy reading, but nowadays because I'm so tired from work, I um haven't been able to read much, but I have like a stack of books by my bedside table and It's just staring at me, literally. Right?
0: No, I've been trying to get into it more because I just feel like there's so much value in so many books. And I have a whole big sack, too, like, on my shelf, like, kind of away from my bed. But it's just, like, they stare at me, too. And I just, like, I want to, like, read more. That's, like, one of my big goals for 2020 is just to read more, you know?
1: Are you more of
0: a nonfiction or fiction type of book? Ooh, I'm more of a nonfiction. What about you? I love nonfiction, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to get
1: into. or wait, hold on. Yeah, nonfiction. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah, but I'm trying to get into fiction. Um, it's just a little hard because, like, sometimes like you just don't know what the story or the plot's gonna be like. Right. And so I don't know. I feel like with nonfiction, you get a better grasp of what is going to happen, or like the writing style. But for fiction I I got this book almost a year ago and I haven't even finished it because I don't know about like how the story is going like I don't know what's the point
0: of this story. Right, and then, like, sometimes you get towards, like, the middle or end, and there's just, like, the biggest plot twist ever, and you're like, what? I did not see that coming. Yeah,
1: I think for me, I have to know, like, there is a plot twist, like, somewhere close to the beginning of the book, or I'm not going to get into it.
0: True, because then it's, like, kind of a dry read for a little while,
1: and then it's just
0: like, oh my gosh, this is such a good read after the plot twist, you know? Yeah, and then when it
1: ends... Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I was going to say, like, and then, like, you thought it was, like, a bad book, and then when it finally ends and it was actually really good, you're so sad afterwards. Right?
0: No, that's so true. Girl, I've been definitely trying to read more, and, like, now that I just finished school, I'm just, like, I have a little bit more free time, which I'm not Mm. used to, so I definitely want to get more into it. What are your, like, top two favorite books?
1: Hmm. So I'm rereading this book, and it's called You Are a Badass. It's like a pretty big By Jen
0: Sincero? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that book. You read it? I've read like half of it, but it's so good.
1: It's so good. And it's such an easy book to read that like anybody can read it, and it's like entertaining. It's not dry because there are some like self-help books that are just very dry, and it's like I can't get through this, you know? Right. But that's one of my favorite ones um let me see I'm like looking at my bookshelf right now yes (laughs) (laughs) um so I also really like um Paul Angoni's um 101 secrets for your 20s that one was really good and for both of those books you can definitely like go back and read a certain chapter that's like relevant to what you're going through so um with Jen's book I've definitely like gone back to a certain chapter of the book and just reread that because I'm kind of going through something um, in my life where I'm just like, uh, how do I like recenter myself, you know, so I'm kind of reading a chapter related to that in her book. And then for uh, Paulingoni's book, that book just has like a lot of little secrets like I'm putting quote-unquote secrets but just like tips um, that he has for your 20s and it's like each page has one and then he goes into like some details on his advice and stuff like that so that's definitely another book that I really like and currently I'm reading um, how to design your life or something like that Um, my friend actually gave it or designing your life and my friend gave it to me and I've heard Like I posted it on my Instagram that I was reading this book and then I've gotten a few comments saying how much they love that book. So that's a book that I'm trying to get through right now. It's a little hard because it's like definitely a book where um, they're telling you how to design your life, but it's like a kind of an interactive book. Like you have to do certain exercises in each chapter. So it's a little harder to read because you take a little more time.
0: Right? But that's so cool. I love books that, like, prompt you to do something. Like, I feel like Jen, I feel like she kind of does that. Like, she's just like, this is how you're gonna, like, do this. Like, get out mm-hmm. of this situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love her. And that that sounds like such a good book. And, like, the 20s one sounds so relevant to your podcast. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, I actually got to interview him on my um, podcast and my episode. and I told him, like, I think... It was, like, two, when I first started the podcast, I had the idea to do the podcast, and then I was walking in the book aisle of Target, and then I saw his book, and I was like, well, that's relevant. So I feel like it was just a sign, like, yes, you should continue with, like, the plans of this podcast. But then a year later, after I started the podcast, I got to have him on my podcast and just do a little interview. That's so cool.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. No, I love, like, great authors. And, like, like I said, I'm just trying to read more this year. Have you ever tried Audible? I have to ask you.
1: No. I, like, I'm so skeptical about, like, trying audiobooks because I feel like I just don't grasp the concept fast – or not fast enough, but, like, to
0: the core. Right? So I've tried it. Like, I tried it, like, probably, like, two years ago, but Mm -hmm. I canceled my account, but I still have, like, the books that I bought on it. And I kid you not, literally, not every single book, but, like, I think, like, four of the books that I had on there, I literally (laughs) bought the book into the print version because (laughs) it was just, like, I couldn't grasp every single concept, you know? Yeah,
1: and when you want to go back to, like, what they were talking about, it's a little bit harder on an audiobook, whereas, like, a physical copy, you can just flip through the pages. I think because I'm such a visual person, I need to, like, see it.
0: Definitely. No, I agree for sure. But if it's more of, like, a lighter read, I feel like it's so cool. I listened to this book. It's actually – it's got a name, like, the badass book. But it's actually – it's called Boss Bitch. And it's such a great book. And I listened to it on Audible. And it, like, it felt like I was listening to a podcast. It was so cool. And she just gives you, like, the best business tips. But I kind of want to buy it as well because it's, like, there's so many great tips. Like I had to like rewind it and like look into <laughs> that again. You know what I mean? Yeah, you should definitely
1: get a physical copy, right? And then like highlight things. I used to hate doing that in um school. Like when the teacher would be like, "You should make notes about like the passage and highlight." And I hated doing that because I was like, I like having my books clean. But nowadays, I'm just like highlighting and like writing notes. <laughs>
0: That's been me lately, too. So, like you said, I've been trying to read a little bit more. And I love, like, I honestly, I recently bought some highlighters just because I wanted, like, a fresh, clean pack of highlighters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know how sometimes, like, a pen sneers in them? Mm-hmm. So, I got some new highlighters. And I'm so excited. Like, I've been highlighting a little bit. I've been... Un- like, go back to them and, like, look back at, like, the things that you... were so important you know what I mean yeah I agree but let me see here I feel like I have more questions to ask you I'm just like looking I have like my notes I always do (laughs) Do you do that with your podcast too yeah (laughs) right but oh yeah the main thing like I wanted to ask you and that's like pretty much it I feel like for this episode but I wanted to touch on guys Jan has this amazing episode, like, her podcast is so great, I've listened to Uh, a few of her episodes, and every single one I've loved, but this one really, really touched me, and we have to talk about it super quick. So, it's episode 33, if you guys go back to hers, and it's about jealousy, and it's about, like, other topics, too, and so many of them, like, we both have, like, similar things. Like, YouTube and, like, you see, like, different girls blow up and you're just, like, mm-hmm. things like that. But would you want to touch on that episode really quick? Kind of give them, like, a sneak peek. Just certain yes. things that we related back to, like, both of us.
1: Yeah, so that episode was actually inspired um during – post-grad like a lot of just I just want to say like when you hit post-grad no one like prepares you for what you can go through and so um I remember a summer of post-grad I so last summer um I just felt like I was like everybody is either traveling or they already have like a salary like a full-time job lined up for like this big company or something and I just don't know how I'm going to get there, because I know I have the skills um, to, you know, work for these companies, but I just don't know how to get myself out there. So I was kind of in a slump where I just felt like I didn't know how to get to where I wanted to go to. And I I would see like people post like, oh, I got this full time job here, or, oh, I'm traveling to this country for a few months. And I just inside, I felt a little jealous. Um, But then that's when I started looking into like more like manifestation and just law of attraction I don't know if you do you like look into Do you like oh my out?
0: gosh yes I was actually I was going to try to ask you that at some point on this episode yeah I literally I just watched The Secret a few days ago no way because I just did too <laughs> no way yeah oh my god long lost sisters here <laughs> but I'll let you continue
1: yeah so I um I don't know I just like I've I've not I'm not a very jealous type of person Me right
0: either not at all But when
1: you're just so overwhelmed with, like, all these news of people doing such great things, and then you just don't know what you're doing with your life, you can't help but feel a little jealous. Um, And then I guess it's also, like, with, like, back then with YouTube, like, all these girls that I used to be friends with or, like, knew – who started out very small have all of a sudden blown up and I'm just like how do they do that and you just can't help but be a little jealous right and like after going through summer I was just like you know um, like looking more into law of attraction and manifestation and all that stuff and it just like very it's very focused on energy and the energy that you put out and I just realized like I can't feel these negative energies because it's honestly draining me to feel a little bit jealous of this person or feeling jealous of their situation. It's true. Yeah. So instead of like focusing on those like feelings, I was like, I need to just focus on my own life. And if they have accomplished something big, I need to be or not I need to but you should want to feel happy for them, especially your friends and your family. Because you know, you don't know what they've gone through to get to what, where they are and what they have now. And then going through summer and now that I think it was around fall time of last year. So fall 2019 was when my life started picking up a lot more. And it was like after I started like the manifestation and law of attraction thing. And I started to realize like, I do like from the outside, it looks like I do have it all not all but I do have it together but I had to go through so much to get to where I am now and it just made me realize like whoever is winning right now whoever is gain- gaining gaining um, that big prize like you don't know what they went through in order for them to be where they are now so
0: I just feel like you need to be happy for other people it's so true and I 100 million percent agree like Also, on social media, I feel like we mainly post, like, our successes and, like, great things that happen in our lives. And not that many people are vulnerable and, like, post, like, bad things. Like, obviously, you don't want to spread that negative energy out there either. Um, Yeah. But I just feel like it's so important to just, like, this has been a huge mindset shift for me, too, throughout college. Like, I think, like, when I was 18, like, I was kind of late to get a car, and mm-hmm. all my friends had cars senior year of high school their parents bought them cars and like brand new ones like really nice. <laughs> and yeah. like here was me I was working so so hard to save up for my first car and at that point I was just like very jealous of them. I was like this is not fair like why do they get this? And then it's just been such a huge mindset shift for me. Like I've always like heard about the law of attraction on YouTube probably when I was like 18 19. And -hmm. I've always just, like, tried to shift my mindset. I'm a very positive person in general. I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I certain things like the car situation when I was younger, I was just like, why does this happen to me, you know? And, like, now anything that happens that, like, is a little bit negative, I'm just like, wow, like, this is shaping me into, like, a better person. This is teaching me a lesson. And how are we going to overcome it and, like, make ourselves stronger? And for a jealousy aspect as well, it's just like I can so tell we're both like the type of girls, like we want to lift other people up, like especially other girls. And you know, you just want to see your friend elevate, you want to see your friend glow, even just like some stranger. Like, I want to see everyone win, and I feel like you can't have the mindset that not everyone can win. I feel like you got to just change your mindset and know there's room for all of us to win, there's room for all of us to be successful and you just got to lift other people up, you know? I agree. And, you know, sometimes
1: we may be going through something, like, that's very hard in our own life, and it it may be hard to, like, um, celebrate other people's win or to feel happy for them, but I think it's very strong of someone if they can just put aside, like, for an hour or so their own, um, what they're going through, putting that on the side and just being there for your friend and celebrating their win because when it comes to your turn, because you're you're gonna win, like you can't have the like. I think everyone's going to win in life, but Me too. it just depends on the timing. And so when your time comes, I'm sure you would want like other people to just congratulate you or feel happy for you or celebrate with you. And I don't know. I just feel like that would be reciprocated, and you know those people would put their struggles to aside for just like a few hours or even just a few minutes to just be there for you and congratulate you and tell, that, tell you how proud they are of
0: you. Definitely. And happiness is so contagious. Like I feel like it's so, so great. Like if any of my friends or literally anyone in general, like just do something that's like so good or like an accomplishment or anything in general, that's like a positive thing. Like even strange girls, I don't know on Instagram. Like I comment on their things and like, just hype them up because that's amazing. Like you want to see other people win and mm-hmm. like your happiness will spread to them. And maybe that will spread to another person. And you don't know what people are going through and you don't know if someone's having a bad day that could make their whole day, you know?
1: Exactly. I think everyone's going through something um, at one point of their life and, or even like now. And it's just like, sometimes
0: you just have to bring that little light to someone's life definitely no I think that's so true oh my gosh yeah we need to do another episode if you'd be up for it on yeah. like, the law of attraction would you want to do that
1: yeah I just love um the law of attraction manifestation I don't know I just i I'm still getting to know it a little more me too I'm trying to practice it um but I love like just hearing other people's like knowledge on those things and just I don't know. I love it so much.
0: Me too. And I just love putting positive energy out there and just, like, good things and, you know, just seeing other people win and just seeing other people do well. And, like, a lot of people, too, like, we relate in this as well. Like, a lot of people just see me and they're like, wow, Kenzie, like, you have your life so together. And I'm just like, yeah, but, like, I've worked so, so hard for all of this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I have an apartment here in New York and it's not New York City but (laughs) Um, and I worked so hard for that I have my car that I worked so hard for like a brand new car and like I kind of manifested it which is insane for like the law of attraction and the apartment too and just like everything that I have in my life and I've just worked so hard for just everything in my business and all of that the podcast and it's just so cool to see things come together but when people say, wow, Kenz, you really have it all together, I tell them, that doesn't mean, like, you can't, too. Like, that's amazing. Like, yeah, I've worked so hard for this, but anything that you want, just remember that you can go get it. Like, just because someone else is winning doesn't mean you can't go get anything that you want to go get. You know what I mean?
1: Just yeah. Just work,
0: for, like, really hard for it, and it will come right to you, you know? Yeah,
1: you're killing it.
0: Girl, thank you. So are you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but I is that pretty much it for today's episode yeah I think so so I want to thank you so so much for coming on the episode and it's so cool you're like my long lost sister I know we said that a few times but (laughs) all these things that we have in common is crazy it's so cool Thank you so much for having me. I love getting
1: to know you and, like, connecting with you.
0: Me too. So we'll definitely have to do another episode about the law of attraction. So, guys, stay tuned. And tell them where they can find you, where they can find your podcast. Do a little self-promo for them. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: on um, Twitter and Instagram, I'm just Y-U-A-N-X-Q-I-U. And then on um, YouTube, you can just search up Y-U-A-N-X-Q-I-U and then Q. Um, And then for uh, my podcast, it's just Hello20s. And you can find that in or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and just a lot of different um, platforms. So yeah. All
0: right. Well, thank you so much, Jan, for joining me. And this was so much fun. And I can't wait to post this episode (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to hear it. <laughs> All right, and really quick, guys, like you said, thanks again for listening to the Hey Loves podcast. And definitely be sure to rate this episode. And that would help us out so much. Tell us what you thought. We'd love that. Be sure to subscribe as well. And we will see you guys. We'll, we'll hear you guys in the next episode. So thanks again for listening. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. And just remember to crush it and... For your passions, do it all and anything you want. Work hard for it, and you've got this. Alright, bye guys!